0: We're on. And welcome again for the 10th time to Selection Night with Chef and Tomo. Woohoo! And I didn't think we'd get here, but uh, 10 episodes in and we've hit double figures. So we've used all of our hands to count our episodes, Tomo, so it's a special night tonight. So Next
1: week we'll have to start on our feet. I
0: know. It's, well, I'd like to think we land on our feet every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. We we've been lucky enough to have very cool and awesome guests on the show over the last uh, over the last nine episodes, and because tonight's the big tenth, well, it's not really an anniversary, but it's the tenth show. Um, we're our own special guests tonight, Tom. We are, we are, along with uh, our our uh, our ever-present uh, Northern New South Wales correspondent. Um, Brad Smith, he'll be on the show shortly, um, but we won't be having our North Queensland correspondent tonight uh, because he's on a secret assignment that we can't talk about. Um, he
1: might divulge next week, mate.
0: He may be, yeah. but he's on a secret undercover mission for uh, the regional news group, um, and we'll, we'll let him tell the story next week. But, um, and just while we're here, I suppose we should thank everybody for, for listening and. And and making it feel to us like it's worthwhile continuing, um, correct. You know, five or six listeners. A big here, thank you there. to Tangles as well. Absolutely, thank you, Tangles. Um, for getting us on the air. Yeah, yeah, for bringing us to you. <laughs> um, and and also Viva Teamware, who's the station sponsor, um, who looks after Tangles and the rest of uh, O Radio, and 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 the show sponsor Blue Steel Cricket. So. They do amazing things for uh, for cricketers, and eh, as always, Tomo, my man, you're always here. Have you been enjoying
1: the ride? Oh, mate. Thank you, Shep. I have um, been having a lot of fun. Um, getting to talk about sport for an hour or so each week is something I look forward to every week. Me too. <laughs> and um, we might have a bit of a look back tonight at the last nine episodes and catch up with, oh, well, you've already said we're catching up with our correspondents. Um, but the first show, episode one, yep. Liam Verity, the Modbury Hawk superstar, um, he's been kicking goals. <laughs> he has too. And yeah, he did a really good job on our first show, so keep going Liam, keep keep and, going really well.
0: And Liam pretty much inspired some of the way that we set the show up too, because initially we were thinking, oh, we'll just have a guest on, we'll do his bit, and then we'll move on. But Liam, being the personality that he is, stayed with the show and stayed with us. So now we, you know, always put the offer to our guests to stay for the whole show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is awesome when they do add
1: value when they when they can. It's great. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, well, there was a very special caller on the second show. Absolutely. A very special lady, Kristen Thomas. Yes. Um, the Secusa historian. He happens to be my very much better half. Um. Always doing good stuff. Always. And Always. Absolutely.
0: And, and actually, so much so that our people are in communication and negotiations with Kristen's people. Yes. As well as people from New South Wales cricket mm. to have a little bit of a, a doubling down of that. So mm. stay tuned, folks, because that could be a special... A special special episode, special guests, yeah.
1: And then we had Joe Shidey from yep. um, Modbury Vista Soccer Club. Yep, one of Adelaide's best goalkeepers out there. And is he back playing again? No, and the, how's the knee going? Still he, no good.
0: Well, he was at goalkeeper training this week. So yeah, he hasn't had his operation yet. Oh and wow! Yeah, so I think the COVID put all the uh, oh, of operations course. back. So yeah, the I guess the really. The bad thing about that is because you're looking at a 12-month recovery, that yeah. puts next season out of play too. So, oh, no. Yeah, you know, he's a great guy. Oh, um, bugger. But what bad he, luck for Joey. Yeah, but what he has done is that he's put back into Modbury Vista. He's at the club for the first year. He pl- did the pre-season, yeah. got the boys up, brought some players along with him. First game in, did his knee. But he hasn't just sat back and sulked He's put into goalkeeper training and done a program for the nice. goalkeepers. So what has benefited the, from the club's perspective is that the goalkeepers have really improved and it's shown with the results on the pitch. Yeah. You know, every week we go out to goalkeeper training uh, and the boys come and tell us stories where, oh, Shep, I uh, saved a penalty this week. And I'm like, well done, high five! Yeah, and we all get around awesome. each other, so we've created yeah. an additional group of.
1: And Joey's helped that. Oh, he's it. Yep. Yeah, that's brilliant. Absolutely. That's brilliant. And then um, we had Brad Smith on episode four, our in our first interstate correspondent, and he's adds value every week. Absolutely, sensational. Yep. and we'll talk to Brad a little bit later. Yep. And then we had um, Bruce Stribley, the netball and cricket. Umpiring guru, guru on, is, um, on episode five, definitely appropriate for yes, that man. Yes, yes, our man, yeah, our, our man, man Bruce, Bruce Stribly. Yep, and um, then we had an outside <laughs> broadcast on episode six. Was what, that was what a night that was. We yep. and a learning experience as well, didn't we? Sound wise, um, yep. for Tangles and all of that, and Iron were sensational. And a bit of sad news tonight. We've got to say that Iron Bank got smashed out of the finals last week. They were leading most of the day against Meadows, um, and then Meadows just got over the line. They were Meadows were kicking with the wind in the last quarter uh, and just got over the uh, the Thunderers. So, bugger. bit of a bugger there. So a finish to their season. I'm sure they would have had an me- excellent Mad Monday, of course. Yep. Um, not that we condoning. Drink responsibly. Absolutely. Of course.
0: Well, that's why you take the day off work and <laughs> probably Tuesday as well. Yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then um, we had lockdown episode seven, the worldwide pandemic.
0: Well, that's where we called in, and yes. we were all all over the shop. You were at home. I was at um, I was at work. Yeah, Tegu's we had feedback. leaving it up in a hotel. Room. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah,
0: and that's um, right. yeah, that was an interesting night too.
1: And then episode eight saw us um, meet our second interstate correspondent, Jack DeLacy. Yep. And we'll miss out on Jack tonight, yeah. but he'll be back bigger than ever next week, yep. I'm sure.
0: The Bowen boy.
1: Yeah. And then we had the lovely Shelley Scales from Campbelltown Comets Netball Club last week. Yep. Shelley, Shelley added a lot of value to the show and gave us a lot of insight into how, how she set up a netball club when it was just about to die. And yeah. Sensational story. effort. Oh, great. Yeah. Great story,
0: and um, and I tell you what the um, the inspiration that she's given the younger girls, or the, well, they really still are girls at the club, to take over on mm. the committee, and they're only nineteen, twenty
1: as yeah, well. Yeah, that's great.
0: Is fantastic. Yeah, and, you know, and they're taking big responsibility, making some big decisions, and and the netball club's still going strong. So yeah, yeah, no, it's beautiful stuff. It is, um, so. What we um so that's the recap special tonight. So we're gonna have a little bit of a trip down memory lane as we're um as we're filtering through. Um, so that that went a bit quicker than I thought. Um, (laughs) It's all good.
1: (laughs) Well, seeing we've got a little bit of time, yeah, we could maybe mention um one of our one of our favourite girls who's um. Umpire and cricketer, Mary Waldron. Absolutely. She's she's over in Spain at the moment, playing Spain. in a World Cup qualifier for Ireland. Yep. Um, she's she's playing, she's in the 11 tonight against um, Germany.
0: Well, and they were... To be frank, I think you could say that they're teaching the Germans how to play cricket. Well,
1: I think they might be. Um, I hate to say that, but I think no, you're right, Mick. That's, that's it's the, just, the truth. Oh, my goodness. What's the um, score now? Yeah, well I'm just gonna check the score. Well, it just takes me a little while to log in. It is so, it is technology. Tangles is better than technology than I am.
0: Well you've been hired for your voice <laughs> and your personality Tomo, <laughs> not your technology.
1: So what are we doing at the moment? They were like none one for a hundred off ten overs. So we'll see how see how the girls are
0: which is uh, going at a good clip.
1: Coping at the moment. They're one for a hundred and twenty-six off eleven point five, bowlers coming in bowling, and it's got whacked again, and it's gone for oh, only a single. So one for hundred and twenty-seven off twelve. Um, Laura Delaney's on five, and Gabby Lewis is on fire, sixty-eight off thirty-five balls. So they're um they're. Certainly, letting Germany know all about what's what it's about being in a World Cup qualifier.
0: Germany being bombed back into the dark <laughs> ages, you probably say.
1: Don't mention the war, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> but so um, so I yeah. Think we'll, though, to be honest, the um, we'll have a bit of a look at the score and we'll check in later on in the show and just yes. see how if Mary gets a hit, which I doubt. Well, I not think she's like she's listed it. She's listed at eight. She'll be real happy about that too. <laughs> but um, all the best
0: to the girls over there, and, and I'm yeah, assuming yeah. the Germany girls will. There'll be some good performances there for them. I'm to, sure. Uh, work I'm on, sure. So yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. There's five teams over there. There yep. was six. One had to pull out late, and um, so there's five teams competing, and the only only the uh, first place finisher goes through right. to the World Cup. So yeah. Well, it's a massive, massive undertaking. I don't know yeah. if they have to go through another set of qualifiers as well before Was that. that.
0: For the European, um, yeah, the European leg. Is. I yeah. think, yeah, because it's okay. in Spain. So, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I'm not sure if they have to go through another series of games. I have to find out from Mary after the. Yeah. I'll, I'll let her concentrate well, on her the, cricket. But yeah,
0: yeah, because I know she'd be listening into the show. Oh, as probably,
1: probably and not <laughs> as she's playing. I wouldn't imagine, <laughs> but she may so catch up on the show after she's finished. That's right,
0: and and all the best, Mary. We yeah. um, we're backing you in for a win. Yeah, yeah, and,
1: um, and probably hope you don't get a hit batting at eight. Yeah,
0: <laughs> if, if it does come to that, then things you'll will be happen. swinging. Oh, and you'll absolutely. be swinging pretty hard as well. Yeah, yeah, because there'll only
1: be a couple of balls in it.
0: So, what do you reckon, Tangles? Are we um,
1: have we got Brad on the line or? Yeah, we can do that.
0: I reckon we can do it. Yeah. Because um, obviously if we sneak our minds back to episode four where we introduced Brad, he told us some pretty good stories about the field of dreams that he built up there. I mean, that's a great story as well. Um, And the fact that he was able to, uh, to, to enact a dream. Yeah. You know, imagine building a ground no matter what sport Mm. and then getting to play on it. I think yeah. the only thing you need is cornfields out the back. <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then it's really... Well, they actually had um, a proper Field of Dreams oval, or a baseball pitch in America where they play real games. Yeah. Um, I think they played uh, some some games there and I think we've got Brad on the line. How you going, big fella?
2: Yeah, good thanks guys. How are you?
0: Very good. Very sorry good. Sorry about mate. the delay. We had to uh, we're in studio two tonight. Um I'll hang that up. And <laughs> sorry about that. About the vibrations, folks. Um but yes we're in studio two <laughs> so we had to wait for the uh for the cleaners to do their work. <laughs> so <laughs> it didn't sound like a um like a thunderstorm coming in. So, how's things up in uh, Armadale, Brad?
2: Yeah, pretty good, thanks, mate. So it's starting to warm up a bit, which is nice. So I can actually yes. go outside and do something um, without being uh, without having to go anywhere, I guess. But um, no, it's starting to uh, starting to warm up and starting to think about. Um, I guess doing a bit of a makeshift cricket pitch in the in the paddock we've got there and seeing we get the bowling machine up and when we finally had a lockdown at least I won't be able to uh might be able to hit a couple off the square. So
0: nice. So you guys are still in lockdown?
2: In lockdown to at least the tenth of September now. Wow. Ouch. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that one hurts a bit, mm. but um I'll be um on site at school tomorrow, so at least I get to leave the house for a little bit. So, so yeah.
1: schools are opening up, or you, or you just, are you just doing your work from school with no kids?
2: Yeah, a bit of minimal supervision. So there's the school's still open to essential uh, workers and things oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, the so minimal supervision there. So we're on a bit of a rotating roster, and then um, yeah, getting some work ready for the kids for next week and and bits and pieces like that. So.
0: I guess it's one of the only times where you're going to put your hand up to do additional work so that um, you can get out of the house, I suppose, isn't it?
2: That's right. Well, yeah, so it's um, good to go for a bit of a drive tomorrow and and do that. Nice. Mm.
0: So we're um, on our episode 10 tonight, Brad, and we're doing a bit of a recap special with just reminiscing about, our good times over the last two months. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> um and I guess it's an appropriate time to do a bit of a recap on the season that was up there too has has curtains been drawn on the baseball season because I think the central Coast um, pulled stuff last week.
2: Yes, yeah, so there was a um I'm not 100% sure. I, I think I think it has, but I think Baseball New South Wales has pulled the pin. Right. Okay. On on all competitions, but then I yeah. saw um saw a post about Coffs Harbour wondering whether they should do their, their final series or not. Right. Um, mm. so I guess it's a bit of a watch this space, but I, I don't think any of it will go ahead. If I'm honest, I no. I think, um, you know, they've, they said if we're, if we're vaccinated, uh, after the, I think for about the 13th of, um, September, we can fully vaccinated. We can go out in groups and exercise in groups of five. Okay. Um, but yeah i don't think there'll be any any sport no um, at least until um probably the start of october so hopefully the start of cricket season yeah um, hopefully if not probably hope if not probably beyond i'd say so
0: yeah right wow no
2: good we, we were just saying um
1: the other day about cricket like we were looking forward to having a season that's not going to get interrupted this year but it's already been interrupted the the um wncl's already been called off the the games that were going to be um, late september in adelaide are now not yeah. happening yep so it's already affected yeah. the season coming well, so the
0: the, um, the over 50s veterans national T- competition was yeah, supposed that, to be in adelaide in november
1: yeah and that got put back to that's been february. put back to february and whether yeah. that goes ahead or not is a big question mark Who knows? at the moment yeah because, um, but the um, the silverbacks is yep. getting up, which it's, is good. We'll yes. talk about that we'll, a bit we'll later. We'll definitely be talking yeah. about the
0: silverbacks. Um, but uh, like the masters games are in WA this year.
1: Yeah.
0: Like we played it here two years ago. Yeah. And that was fantastic. So yeah. we were thinking about putting our team back in again. But who wants to cross the border?
1: Yeah, that's it. You know, it's scary. You don't know is. if you're going to have to come back and do 14 days of lockdown. Yeah. No one wants to do that. If because at the moment we're lucky here in South Australia and Western Australia, we haven't. We're not in lockdown like you guys, Brad. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, we have had a couple of little spates, but we've been pretty lucky here in yep. Adelaide. Um, and. Touch wood. And I'm touching my head. Um <laughs> it's um we, we we don't get things through, but it will get here eventually. It will. It, it, it will. It'll happen. I
0: think there's some betting rosters going around before uh too long whether or not we're gonna go into <laughs> lockdown before Christmas in Adelaide again. Yeah. And the odds No
1: they're, they're pretty not, high. They're
0: not long. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: they're pretty they're pretty short. Yeah. We will be here. So, we will be in lockdown.
0: So with all of that being said, let's just imagine, if you will, a perfect world um, in northern New South Wales for the cricket season. Um, what does that competition look like, Brad? And and you know, how far do you have to travel? How many teams are in that competition? How many grades do they play up there? What's the um, What's the lowdown?
2: So um, as I've mentioned in previous uh, episodes, I've, I've just spent the last five years playing in Tamworth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that's that was about an hour and a half away. Yep. Uh, and there's um, four grades and and six six teams six clubs and they all participate in each grade. Mhm. Wow. Uh, which is fantastic. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, but you're not playing in Tamworth yeah. this year, though.
2: No, no, I've um, I just got a bit hard with uh, travelling out to Bundar, It's is 50 minutes each way yep. uh, for school. Yep. Um, and you know with the, with the kids, and um, you know you'd leave at 10 o'clock in the morning, and you know get back at nine or 10 o'clock at night. So mm. it was a full day. Mm. Um, so going back to playing Armadale this year. Yep. Um, and there's I think there's six clubs there as well, but that includes the Armadale school, so Taz School. Uh, which is a a private school up here. Mm. Um, And generally in the past, uh, we're going back probably six or seven years ago, they had like a few senior players and and then around their first 11 side. um, And then they would play in the first grade, but they've since dropped back down into second grade. I'd actually really like to see them back in first grade. I think it'd be uh, fantastic for cricket in the area. Um, but there's five teams in first grade at the moment. Uh, and they, one of those, uh, consists of, of gyra as well. So there's, um, they're, they're about 40 Ks away. Um, they've got a pretty good, um, pretty good deck down there and they have got a pretty good team. They've, they were actually defunct for a few years and they've, um, actually they've done really well down there, uh, to, to get some guys back and, um, yeah, got some guys come back to town and got guys back from other clubs and and, that's... Uh, and actually got a, a pretty well uh, a local guy aside of filled with locals, which is um, which is really cool. Yep. Um, and that's two day cricket. I know. No, it's all forty five overs. Yeah. Um right. So there's there's that side of it. Whereas Tamworth, you got your you play your, your one days and your T 20s and then your two days at the back end.
1: Right. Um yeah. and is that all turf cricket you're talking, Brad?
2: All turf. Nice. Um so first first and second grade's turf and uh third grade gets the that's in Tamworth, it gets the or and and in Armadale. Uh, gets the occasional turf game. Um nice. and then generally fourth grades in synthetic, but there's um, only three grades in Armadale these days, nice. so that's
1: that's um, pretty good.
2: That's a pretty good yeah. hit mm.
1: ratio for turf wickets in like country areas need someone to step up and be sitting on a roller for a while.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're um they're, they're having a, a, a few troubles, I guess, getting some curators together now because um like I I know where I grew up and on the central coast they had um the council got a majority of the grounds. Yeah. Um, where it's all kind of uh, the association for, does it up yeah. here. Mm. Um. So. Yeah, because when the council does it,
1: they they just get it just gets incorporated into. Council fees and stuff like that, doesn't it? But um, yes, yeah, but it can when,
2: can get it on the pricey side. I think. Oh so. yeah,
1: mm. certainly can. Mm. Yeah, it's not a cheap undertaking to get a turf wicket up every week.
0: No, and that increases the players' fees too. So yeah, and that's, and then that's you, right. And
1: then you got to look at practice decks, getting them up as well. Yep. You got to spend time on a roller on them too, because you don't yeah. want them going Although, up round your ear rolls off a good <laughs> Not all of
0: the. Yeah. I wouldn't think many turf practice wickets up there, though. Brad, would I assume, right?
2: No, there's there's but some really at, the, at the private school. Uh, yeah, there's some at the the the, yeah. uh, the Armadale school there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure how often they're up and running, or, and I and I pretty sure that they're closed to the public generally. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but the association's done a fantastic job along with the, uh, the Armidale Sports Council up here, and they've just got um, a, a three-net indoor um, practice centre going. So oh, nice. they're really looking at grassroots Excellent. there. Um, yep. You know, they've changed They changed the logo and changed the name of the rep size up here uh, with the Bushrangers, Armidale Bushrangers now, okay. uh, through the junior ranks and um, that's looking Victorians. pretty strong yeah. with the well, years to come funny
1: yeah. The yeah bush
0: rangers aren't the Victorians aren't Bush Rangers anymore no they're not yeah they dropped it they yeah. did yeah Picked oh up. did they yeah, yeah
1: there you go yeah, yeah. So, so that's the probably the Bush Rangers
0: are still alive and well
1: yeah yeah good to see yeah. country New South Wales it's probably it's probably a little bit better than uh, being Bush Rangers than the Victorians I'd I rather
0: be a New South Wales Bush Ranger <laughs> yeah than a Victorian Bush Ranger <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: definitely did I say that out loud? yeah yeah you're just talking about Mexicans again yeah yeah Yeah.
0: but we still haven't got a correspondent from Victoria so come on come on you people from over there yeah yeah so yes we've got our awesome correspondent here from New South Wales so we're going to talk up New South Wales
1: absolutely (laughs) don't talk up their their COVID hit rate no no we won't we won't go into that
0: <laughs> it was over, over four four numbers today. Well, Alice is thousand. doing such a good job, isn't she? Jeez. Well, <laughs> well,
1: sorry, we're not meant to touch on politics, are we, Tangled? No, sorry, mate. <laughs> it's,
0: a, it's a religion and politics free zone. <laughs> but no, in um in, in all seriousness, we um we're really um, thinking about you guys because that's got to be tough. You know, most of the people are doing the right thing and staying home Mm. and then you've got a bunch of lunatics that are uh basically causing all the drama and Mm. the numbers are up because of them you would imagine yeah that's just yeah that's right out loud but um you know we um we're just
1: too well behaved here in adelaide mate that's why it hasn't gone off
0: or are we too afraid to (laughs) break the (laughs) law?
2: You've just, jinxed, you've jinxed it now. Oh, no. Here it comes. <laughs> oh no, the, the chef and, and Tomo curse. No, i Turn the mirror around, boys. Oh, no. It's coming back.
0: So when we go into lockdown in the next couple of weeks, South Australia, we
1: apologise. Yeah. <laughs> Got our curse. Good luck. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. So anyway, Brad, thanks mate for joining us and... Um, I'm sure you, I'm sure you've um, got an evening to have up there at home
0: and yes thanks for being a part of the show um, since you've come on board it's been a highlight to have you on every week and hearing about uh, different the, the baseball and the future cricket in in Armadale and the region has been a fantastic addition to the show so yeah. and and also should say that um, Thank you to Blue Steel Cricket for oh, allowing definitely. you to come on the show too. So definitely. big ups to them.
2: Yes, thanks, guys. No, it's uh, definitely been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks, no worries.
0: Mate. Cheers, Brad, and we'll talk again next week.
2: Look forward to it. Awesome. Cheers, mate. Cheers, right, mate. Thanks, guys. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. All right. So now, because um, it's, the, it's, an, it's a bit of a special night tonight, there's another special... Uh, international event that started uh, yesterday, and that's the Paralympics. Um,
1: Sensational to watch. It is
0: absolutely. Yeah. I, I love it.
1: Um, and I, I, I do have trouble not having dry eyes though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's but, just really hard. Like the efforts that they go through, unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Did you know um, the word Paralympics, right? Yeah. Now, it's it's not trivia. It's it's an, a little known uh, fact mm. that Paralympics does not mean um, what most people think it means. So, what would you assume Paralympics means? Oh. like paraplegic? Paraplegic, I suppose, is yeah. probably a
1: yeah. But synonym it's, from that, or
0: it's the parallel Olympics.
1: Ah, because it runs in parallel to the normal Olympics. Yep. Oh, right. Okay. So there you
0: go. We're bringing education to
1: Thanks, the show Mick. as well. There you go. There's probably some of our more astute listeners out there that do know that already. But well, oh, Mick, that is a good fact. A very good fact. Well yeah. done, mate. Well because, done. Because, um,
0: you know, there's uh, there's there's the people with missing limbs. There's people with cerebral palsy. Yeah. Um, and Intellectual. Absolutely. Disabilities as yep, well. Yep. Um, and, and that brings us on to this week's legend of the week. Um, oh, here we go. Who is Hamish McDonald? Um, Hamish McDonald um, is a gold medalist um, from the 1996 Atlanta Olympics yeah. um, in the men's F-32-33 shot put. He was a silver medalist in the 2004 men's shot put. Um, in 2004 in Athens. He also won gold medals in the um, 2002-2006 World Championships for shot put. And in 1998, he was the bronze medalist in the F34 um, and won bronze in the Commonwealth Games. And he's obviously excelled um, in athletics. Um, So... McDonald's a uh, second of four brothers who grew up in Melbourne. Um, his brother, uh, his mother Janina Nurse, uh, ensured that he had the same opportunities as his brothers. So he was um, brought into sport, and he
1: yeah. loved it and, and kept pushing. So, so, so what Hamish's his disability? His so he's his, got cerebral palsy. He's cerebral palsy. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. And yeah, cerebral palsy, his achievements and advocacy have made him one of Australia's most respected Paralympians. So he's a coach over in Tokyo now, so he's coaching with the, uh, with the, with the athletics crew.
1: Um, definitely fits into our legend category there. Absolutely. Definitely fits in.
0: Yep. Um, so 1992 Barcelona Olympics was his, uh, Paralympics was the first time he competed. Um, and he actually started out in the hundred metres, so he was competing in the C five and the two hundred metres C five and six. He didn't win any medals, but he competed in the Paralympics. So to me, and it's the same with the Olympics. If you make it there, oh yeah, man, it's a that massive is massive effort. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and so. Uh, in the lead-up to the Barcelona Games, the people of Alice Springs raised $12,000 for him to compete in 1994. He accepted an Australian Institute of Sport um, Athletes with a Disability Regional re- Residential Scholarship in Canberra, and he held that scholarship until 2009. Wow. So he really put in. Um, yeah. Uh, he was coached by Chris Nunn, Scott Goodman, and Alison O'Ryden after, um,
1: and then he was on, on his way. Right. Uh,
0: 2004. That's uh,
1: really good. Cause he's, he's been not given, he's been gifted a scholarship. Yep. And then he's used that scholarship yep. to now give back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he, he was able to fulfill his dream and, yeah. and win gold medal at yep. the, at the Paralympics two gold medals at the World Championships and then, yeah, pu- yeah. puts back in. Brilliant stuff. stuff. Um, so, yeah, he uh, also competed at five successive IPC Athletics World Championships from 1994 to 2011. Um, in 1994, he competed in the 100 metres, 200 metres and 400 metres T35 events. In uh, 1998, he won uh, a bronze medal in the shot put. So, he started out... Running in the yeah. shorter yeah. Um, lengths, and then
1: uh, moved into shot put.
0: Wow! So that's pretty cool. Skilled human,
1: mm. very skilled human.
0: So he's uh, so Hamish McDonald is our um, rebel sport legend of the week. Yeah, yeah. a so very worthy one. Absolutely, very,
1: very worthy. He'll take a lot of beating just quietly. Oh yeah, absolutely. So he,
0: now, <clears throat> looking at the um, like it's very very early days. Yeah, yeah. In the um, in the Paralympics for 2021. So we'll have a, a more comprehensive medal count next week, but it should be known that after, uh, you know, one day, Australia is sitting on top of the ladder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, it won't be unusual if we are on top of the ladder at well, the end. We've
0: done that before. We have. So we've, we're sitting top now with six gold medals. Yep. One silver and three bronze, which is a total of 10 medals. So it doesn't matter how you add it up. We're first on the gold medal tally yep. and total medals. Oh, beautiful. China a second. And <clears throat> I was going to print out the medal tally down to America.
1: <laughs> right? USA. Uh-huh. Are they down the bottom, mate? <clears throat>
0: Equal
1: 14th. Oh, wow. So I had to scroll down a fair bit. Oh, bad luck, USA. Mm.
0: <laughs> but one thing I did notice is that um, <clears throat> um, two things here. Yeah, mate. The Americans have now gifted, not gifted, they've rewarded the Paralympians medalists mm. with the same financial reward. As the Olympians. Oh, excellent. So I think last last Olympics, Paralympics, the Olympians received 37 grand for a gold medal. Yeah. And the Paralympians earned seven and a half grand. Right. Now it's equal. Good. So, so it should be. That's fantastic news. So
1: it should be. It's the way it should be in... Um, the difference between men's women's sports should be the same absolutely like
0: they put the same work in if they're competing they competing on the yes. same level
1: yes it needs to be a level playing field and it's far from it mm. far and from it
0: so if tennis players are playing 5 sets and 3 sets yeah. they should be getting the same correct same money spot on mate spot <clears> on. on now the other little, last little thing about the paralympics is the medals right so they've got different medals than the than the Olympics, yeah, the Olympians, um, I reckon they look a little bit better. They're a little bit bigger.
1: Yeah, they do look pretty, pretty special. They, they look pretty cool. But they do.
0: What you'll notice, or you won't notice on the television, but they've engraved on the side of them. Like if you're feeling the circumference of the medal, yeah. If you're a blind athlete, yep, you can't tell whether it's a gold, silver, or a bronze. Oh, wow. Right? Yep. But they've got braille on there with one dot for a gold, two dots for a silver, and three for a bronze. So, if you're an athlete that has won a gold, silver, and a bronze medal, when you show it off, this is my gold medal, this is my silver, and this is my go- my bronze, and they can tell that by feeling them. Yeah. So and they've
1: got three little indents on yeah, the side. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's a pretty cool yeah. thing to do as well. Yeah, it is very, very cool.
0: Right, You now, good, Mick?
1: I'm good. You good? I'm good, man. So where are we up to now?
0: So well, are we we're up to
1: Tomo's wrap up. Yeah,
0: man. The wow. thunder, Thunderers. The Thunderers uh, wrap up, yeah, bringing Tomo to us. again Yeah, to tonight. and
1: as I mentioned before, bad luck to the mighty Thunderers. Yeah, going down just to Meadows. Um, now, we'll, while we're while we're on that grade, I'll look at I'll look at the Hills Division Two or the Country Division. Um, now, last week, Kersbrook beat Gummeraka fairly convincingly on the Saturday in the qualifying final, fifteen uh, seven to nine four. And as I mentioned earlier in the uh, elimination final, Meadows eleven nine beat Ironbank ten eight, and yeah, Ironbank were in front by most of the for most of the day. So and that's that yeah. hurts man. Oh, well, they started kicking with the wind, <coughs> and there was mm. a bit of a breeze out there. Um, yeah, at Gummaraka. So um, did the
0: wind change?
1: No, no, no. So Ironbank started with it, ah, and then right, and course. then Meadows yeah. came home with it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so they were always, Meadows were always playing catch-up, but they, um, they caught up and got over at the right time. So, well done to Meadows. Well done to the boys out there. Um, so, this week on Saturday, um, in the, still a second chance for these two sides, uh, Kersbrook, by beating Gummaraka, have earned the right to play Kangi. So whoever wins that goes straight through the grand final mm. in a couple of weeks' time. Big game. And and then <coughs> the loser plays the winner of Sunday's game at Mount Pleasant, um, Gummaracca versus Meadows. So um, Gummaracca will need to improve on the effort last week against Kersbrook mm-hmm. to get over Meadows because they're a good side, Meadows. Mm-hmm. Have to be a good side to beat the Thunderers. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. The mighty Thunderers. <laughs> the mighty Thunderers. So, um, yeah, so um, good luck to all those guys out there. And the Hills First Division, um, they have now finished the home and away. Yep. So they're into the first week of finals. And the Saturday, which is the qualifying final, um, Handorf obviously have a week off because they finished top. Um 16 wins, no losses, with a percentage of 74.96. Thank you very much. Um, so they, they were pretty hard to beat. But um, on, on Saturday, the qualifying final. Now, I think we've just had a um, 100 scored by Gabby Lewis in oh, the well Ireland done, versus Gabby. Germany game. She just smacked. The the um one run to get to a 55 balls? balls wow great effort by Gabby so um um she they're now two for hundred and eighty three with two overs to go I
0: I declare <laughs> <laughs>
1: can you declare no you cannot oh, in on, a twenty twenty game you should know that you're an I umpire. know but
0: that's just a declaration anyway so what that is back,
1: anyway back to the footy yep. um <clears throat> so um on Saturday in the qualifying final Lobi you're playing your Raidler. Um, now, the qualifying finals are all at Callington for the day. Yes. Um, now, I'm just going to mention um, here the B grade um, for that um, grade is Mount Barker versus Blackwood. Um, and on Sunday um, in the A grade, Onkers play Blackwood at Lobethal. So they're all all day at Lobethal they play. And just a shout-out to one of my good mates, Warby, who coaches Achunga. Uradele are playing a Chunga in the elimination final out there on Sunday at Lobie. So good luck to Warby. Um, he's got a good band of blokes at a Chunga. They finished down near the bottom in the in the A grade, but they've got us they they hung on to fifth spot and uh, they're a good fighting side. He's got a pretty good list, Warby. No selection
0: issues running into the finals. I
1: don't know. I don't know there might have been they might have kept a few blokes down to the B grade I reckon well I tell you what if they're um
0: if they're not performing in the A's that's
1: where they end up in the B's don't they yeah but sometimes sometimes it gets to the situation where you get dropped from the B's to go into the A's, you're the yeah. you're the bloke that's going to miss out on finals because <laughs> they hurts. don't want you playing big grade final. Not that anyone would ever do. No, that. No, 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 no. Of course not. Best Fo- of luck, Warby. Football clubs, yeah. Good Never. luck, Warby. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and the last one that we'll look at is um, River Murray Footy League. Um, they also finished their home and away. Tail and Bend ended up finishing on. <clears throat> top of the ladder ahead of Jervois, and this week, Tail and Bend have the week off, and they, um, Jervois play Manum at Manum, mm. which must have been just a ground selected for finals, and Jervois mm. have to end up playing Manum at their home ground, so, so good luck to uh, my nephew's team, Tate Silverlock, um, Jervois, um. Good luck out there at Manham. they're playing the qualifying final. so if they do lose they do have a second chance right. <coughs> but obviously they'd uh, they'd like to win this week and have a crack at Taylor and, and Ben next week. I'm backing him in
0: yeah I'm backing him in yeah
1: um, he didn't play last week um, <coughs> so he had a week he was off
0: saving himself oh, for this
1: week probably. I don't know. I didn't I haven't had a conversation <laughs> with the lad. Um but and Sunday the elimination final at Johnston Park, which is the home ground of the Imperials, they play the Ramblers. Um look, on paper the Imps should beat the Ramblers pretty convincingly, but we'll wait and see. And <coughs> Gerboy should, should Imps. Yeah, Imperials. Okay. Yeah. Right up. Yep. Um Roger. their their home ground at Johnston Park there will be a hive of activity on Sunday with all the grades playing there. Um, so, yeah, um, good luck to all the boys up there in the River Murray and go well, but as long as Jervois win, I don't care. Absolutely. But anyway. Play well, everybody. <laughs>
0: and good luck to Jervois. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I'm <clears> just <throat> keeping an eye on the cricket on the on the phone just to make sure. <throat> um, oh, there we go. 20 overs bowled. So they didn't there. Two for 196. Oh, they didn't so the, they didn't quite get the double ton. But um, Gabby finished, uh, Lewis finished on 105 <coughs> off 60. So well done there. Well, well done. Great effort. And we'll see our um, illustrious umpire, cricketer, wicketkeeper extraordinaire come out and do her thing for Ireland and very a, shortly.
0: And a currently paid up member of the wicketkeepers union.
1: Yes, well. she so. is. <coughs> Always. Yep. She's a very... <coughs> Very good advocate for the wheat keepers union, young Mary.
0: Absolutely. Um, I guess it's p- time now where w- we could have a guesstimate of how many Germany are gonna.
1: Oh. No. What? Well, oh, uh, <clears throat> okay. What do you? Let, let's lay a number on the table, Mick. Fifty. Fifty. Yeah. You're giving him no cred whatsoever. No,
0: no, no, no. No <laughs> chance. No chance. There's cred because they're, you know, they're, they're stepping up to the mark and they're, they're representing their country and they would represent their country with pride. Yeah, yeah, correct. But I think correct. the gap in the skill set is
1: wow a bit too wide. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give them. I'll give them ninety. Okay. I'm going to say they're going to make ninety. Yep. Mary for a couple of stumpings and a catch.
0: One down the leg side. Yeah. <laughs> Off of well, there we baseball. go. There we
1: go. See how Nostradamus-like we are. Let's go. Um, so what are we looking at now? Okay. We're looking at veterans. We're going to
0: have a look at veterans cricket.
1: silverbacks cricket. Now, yeah. um, Anthony Telfer yep. ha- is the guy who puts all this together. He's the <coughs> um, competitions coordinator. and he, do- he does a great job, Anthony. Absolutely. And, um, we can say that there's, um, there's a couple of games going on on the 18th and 19th of September. Um, <coughs> there's... Um, A game each day at Callington Oval. Yep. And the illustrious Graham Medlow from um, Alexander and Easton Hills will be umpiring those two games. And and Mike Stanley will be doing the two games that are scheduled at West Beach. Congratulations,
0: Mike. Yeah. So this is one of the only shows, the only podcasts where... <clears throat> the premise of the show is selection night, and we read out the teams. Yeah, we, this is like the first, and time we're about to do it. We've read out the umpires first. Oh, of course, as the umpires are most important. <clears throat> Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. No bias here,
1: Tangles. <laughs> so, do you want to? Do you want to well, start? I you can do the Northern well, Explorers. I've got, I've got oh, two. I'm doing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing so them. So
0: we've got there's four teams. Okay. And um, the, there's the, four squads of 16 yeah so so we got <clears throat> <clears throat> I guess before we start reading the teams that we should give oh yeah our listeners a little bit of a background yeah. into how this all started. Yeah.
1: It started they, they <coughs> did it. look they have never had this competition before. It's the Silverbacks Premier League yep it's for over 50s cricket and it's um, they've they've just made up four teams mm-hmm. and said and give them them all a captain yep and then they said we're doing a draft. So people over fifty of Adelaide that want to play cricket now go in the draft.
0: Historically, there was only enough teams to warrant playing every second weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah, correct.
0: Right? So the teams were pretty spread out. Yeah, and I think there was only how many teams? There was only eight teams, team. I reckon. And I yeah. think
1: I reckon they've got up to ten this year now. Yeah, so there's because there's Kensington and Goodwood, I think, have yeah, come in. Yep. So, um,
0: so last year I snuck a game in for Adelaide Uni.
1: Oh right, okay. Um, I was uh, next to come
0: into bat. Yeah, and then we won. Oh, and well done. I fielded done. two balls. So oh, that's well been done. My Great, contribution. Effort. Yeah. Great effort. Great <coughs>
1: effort. No so, misfields. So the first team we'll read out that was selected from now seventy seven people put their name down for a for a draft. Um, I was one of the few that did not get picked up. <laughs> 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 but hopefully, I'll, I I'll, I'm going to play a bit of veterans cricket, and hopefully, I can make my mark and yes, and make them rue that decision. Well,
0: I reckon they also knew that there was some more important work for you to do off the field. Yeah, maybe, maybe,
1: mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, the Northern Explorers um, are the first side that we're going to read out now, a captain by um, Dave Benson. Now he's a store of the uh, Blackwood Footy Club, mm-hmm. and he um, also has Dave Benson Caravans. Yes, out. Just off Grand Junction Road yep. out Kilburn. So he's a big name. Kilburn. yeah, he is. <clears throat> and I'll tell you and what, when
0: you hear these names, folks, there's some serious cricketers.
1: Okay, so so we've got um, Dave Benson, captain, and now the team that he drafted for himself, um, Nick Mosey, Richard Gab, uh, John Hopkins, Darren Martin, Andrew Rumbelow. Rumbles. Who I, I know through... Yep. Premier me a cricket. I'm Alan, still struggling to believe now, that he's yeah, over 50. This name here, Alan <coughs> Favell, mm. he's synonymous with South Australian cricket. So, there's mm-hmm. so a pretty good pick there. Tom Vajda, um, now his lad, I reckon, mm. is playing good for picks. Adelaide Uni. There you go. Um, and all oh, we'll actually know no? during the week, oh. the Peckers have signed Big him news. up. Right. Yeah. Now the Peckers, Chad Sayers has mm-hmm. gone to the Peckers, back, mm-hmm. to the pecker, back to the Peckers, back to Peckerland. Yep, and he's um, announced the the signing of Nick. Um, Tom, I, th- I, I just I'm going by the surname. Yep, the same surname it seems a bit random that. Yep. It wouldn't. It I tell wouldn't. You
0: what, when you see it, the surnames in cricket yeah. circles, they're. Nine times out of ten, <laughs> either
1: father or uncle. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. And Nick <coughs> will soon tell me off because yep. I have umpired Nick in, in cricket. He came over from Melbourne last year and played for uni. So he's he's gone over to Peckerland with Chatty and he's also signed another big name this week, Tom Cooper. Yes, I saw that. That's a big name. So so, so mm. Peckers, wow, they've got they've got some good kids at Peckerland <coughs> too mm-hmm. um, that go pretty well. So... They'll have a pretty strong side, I, I reckon, so. under Chad. Absolutely. But anyway, back to the Northern <coughs> Explorers. Sorry to steal your thunder, um, Ian Haslett. The next one, Brenton Wesley, um, Anthony Anthony Brabham, Adam Wooler, Andrew Carthew, who I know through mm-hmm. he's he's up from Mount Lofty area. Um, Steve Sampson, Rizwan Latif, and Dean Van Kempham.
0: Dean Van Kempen, yes. So
1: there we go. That's yep. the Northern Explorers um, 16. And the next one is the Eastern Crunchers. Now, Tim Sargent is the captain of the Northern yes. Crunchers, uh, the Eastern Crunchers. He is a uni cricketer, I think, oh. and he uh, I know he's been selected in the state team. Mm. And he may even be captain of the state team. Um, but I'm, I'm not positive on that. Um, but he's the captain of the Eastern Crunches, and he selected Warwick Potts, Leo Panzerino. So he's a uni legend. Yeah, yeah he is. Yep. He is. I have spoken to Leo through yep. umpiring circles yep. last yep. year when he was looking for some ga- some umpires for uni games. Yep. Um, Jed Mensforth, Darren Cheek, Simon Tape, Paul Kerber, who may be a relation mm-hmm. to Sam, who's mm-hmm. just made it in the Redback side, mm-hmm. and and apparently. Nearly got his side over the line in a redbacks trial yesterday, made seventy odd, did get dropped first ball at third Ooh. slip. I got some mail from the umpires who did the game. Darren Swain, thanks yeah. for that. Thanks, um, and he also got dropped in his twenties as well and made seventy but these teams still lost, but they got to within eight runs. So Sam made seventy odd so well done, Sam, for that. And J.K. Cricket, I know he's mm-hmm. against our made it blue steel cricket, but <laughs> they do a good job at J.K. Cricket, yep. the Kerber boys. Yep. Um, so um, just say a good hello to them. Now, then there's Justin McFarlane, Richard Hockney, David Crocker, Johan Grove, Anton Ballum, Ballum, um, Lee Penner, Marty Ryan, Matt Freeman, and Heath Weber. They make up the 16 for Eastern Crunchers. Righto. I will hand over to my uh, main man, Shep.
0: So the City Stingers, uh, John Rankin is the captain there. So uh, he's selected David Wenham, Ryan Burt, and Anthony Telfer is uh, in that team. So that's you would expect to be a pretty strong team. Uh, Andrew Belsack, uh Craig Vanderlag. Now, my man, Vanders mm-hmm. is possibly the world's biggest cricket nuffy.
1: Oh, really? Oh,
0: yeah. Like <laughs> you would not believe it. And not only he's does, from Eastern
1: Zone, is he? From your your team?
0: Well, no, he he played last year with the Uni Boys. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, yep. Um, but he and I go back to. Tea Tree Gully days, he's played at Prospect, he's played at Modbury, he's played at Hope Valley. Oh, cool. I think he's nearly played for every club in Adelaide. Nice. Um, But not only did he play, I think he's playing at Modbury again this year, but he plays Saturday and then he plays Sunday. And then in the winter or when the last man standing competition plays, he plays that as well. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Legend. He loves it. How are you still married is beyond me. It really is. And shout out to Penny's wife who puts up with the uh, with the postman yeah. um, and he obviously keeps delivering. Um, <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good. Sean Williams, Mark White, Andrew Balding, Darren Hartop, Chris Ward, Melville Lyons, Brad Perdue, Michael Warland, Sean Nugent, Ian Campbell make up the 16 for the city stingers. And the last team in the list. So there's four teams in the uh, silverbacks premier league are the hilltop hustlers. So Leith Dawes is the captain.
1: Yeah. He, there. he is a, he is a man from up at the hills. He's yeah. very involved with Mount lofty footy club. Um, he coached the, uh, women's footy side, yep. AFL footy side up there. um, this year, he he he's a legend in sporting ranks up in the hills. Yep, um, played a lot of cricket with us at um, Scott Creek Iron Bank, and then he went to Mount Lofty in later years. And um, he also um, has played all his footy at Mount Lofty. Right. Um, he's a very much a stalwart of the club at Mount Lofty, and does a great job. Um, he also owns, if he if you know of the company, L&J's Parties. Mm. Yeah, party hire and they um, yeah, hire out marquees and stuff like that. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Leith, and he was also captain of the Hills Flurio side, which won the Veterans Over 50s yes. competition last year.
0: And you'll be teeing up with him or padding up with Well, him.
1: yeah, on Sunday we've got a training session nice apparently out, yes. at, out at Mount Barker. It's going to be pretty chilly and yeah. it's probably going to be raining, so we'll probably get canned and... Yeah, we'll probably have to have well, a beer. Well, I'm, I'm having a. Um, Kristen, don't listen to that. My first, uh,
0: <laughs> we just um, <laughs> I'm having a um, uh, my first hit this sun, Saturday morning. Oh, so nice. I'll, I'll um send you a message and let you know how sore I am to yeah, help yeah. you prepare. <laughs> get this, get the ice bath ready, Kristen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Leeds team is made up of Stuart Hallam, Craig Lallard, Alan Doubleday, Mike Riley. Jeff May, Andrew Ramage, Tony Hickey, Kevin Winning, Mark Webber, David Smith, Andrew Sinclair, Andrew Speck, Jim Bousfield, Peter Agnes, and Justin Eifold. Um, Oh, Justin Eifold
1: from Southern Districts. Yeah, yeah. He's a very, very good cricketer. Yeah,
0: I'm surprised that he was number 16. So it must be there must be some alphabetical order or something. Here. Oh, I
1: have no idea how Justin Ifile would be number sixteen pick. Yeah. He still plays. He still plays premier cricket. I'm pretty in the Bs. sure he wouldn't have been the
0: sixteenth yeah. uh,
1: picked. Mate, but um, if he the, got down to the sixteenth pick, well,
0: you must be really someone. Unwell. Someone well, didn't know about him. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> and, and that makes you not that unlucky. <laughs> um, but the thing that I'm I'm looking at here is you've got the Northern Explorers. The Eastern Crunchers, the City Stingers, the Hilltop Hustlers, how do you reckon they got the names? Oh, well, I think we have to
1: ask. It's pretty cool. Yeah. They're, they're pretty good names, and I, I think it's going to be a pretty hard competition it's going by some tough. of the yeah. some of the little comments on Facebook and mm. stuff. There's a few blokes in yeah. there that reckon they're going to play pretty hard. So, Graham Medlow and uh, Mike Stanley, who are umpiring, we'll have to make sure they... Uh, Keep them in line. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing forty over cricket, so um, uh, 40, forty overs aside, starting at twelve thirty on the days. Yeah, as I said, a couple of games at Callington on the Saturday and the Sunday. Yep, and um, a couple of games at West Beach yep. playing fields.
0: So best of luck to the all 18th players. Nineteenth of September. Best of luck that you guys don't get injured.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: sure that they were picked. Uh, I don't know they will be right. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> 40 overs is a good length for um, yeah, us correct. older boys. Um, so I guess we'll move into the uh, the mod revista Shep's soccer wrap. Um, but part of the soccer wrap isn't just soccer; it's the uh, SA NFL Inclusive League Final series. Now, as we touched oh. on last week, yes, the um, the first round of finals has been played and won and lost. So because we're the soothsayers and and we've predicted well everything went according to how we of predicted course, Mick, it last of course Mick of course it did mate yep so Salisbury in the first semi-final um Goodwood Saints beat Salisbury so Salisbury 2 four 16 lost to Goodwood Saints three to nothing 18 so wow. two, two points in it you know oh, so it and six
1: pretty, scoring shots to three
0: yeah yeah, oh, so bad luck
1: to the Salisbury boys there. They'll be hurting big they time. They will be.
0: Yep. So commiserations to Salisbury. Yeah. Their season is over, um, and Eastern Park. Well, <clears throat> this was the or, or you look like the prelude to the grand final. Eastern Park played Kenilworth in the second semi, and the loser of this played Souls will play Salisbury this weekend. Um, Eastern Park. 8 uh, 5 uh, took over Kenilworth 3 5 So that was a much more uh, higher scoring game. And uh, Easton Parker straight through to the grand final. And the <clears throat> preliminary final will be the Goodwood Saints play Kenilworth. So that's happening this weekend with the winner of that going to face Eastern Park in the grand final, which will be a bit of a special day, I have to say. It's and yeah, um, drumroll, please. Thank you, tangles with the technology. Um, <laughs> the grand final in the 2021 APM Inclusive League for the SANFL will be played at Coopers Stadium on Saturday, the, s- the 4th of September at 4 p.m. Uh, with a commentator oh. that you're listening to right
1: now. Yours truly,
0: mine truly. So wow. ho- hopefully, um, I might get some lubrication for my tonsils, <laughs> and I won't choke on my own words.
1: <laughs> oh, Mick!
0: So that'll be uh, something to um. Let's, well, maybe get a laugh out of listening to me die on air. So oh, I no,
1: just no, no, no one wants that. <laughs> no. Stop it right now. No,
0: well, I'm, I'm hoping that um, I, I add value to the grand final, which is an awesome occasion. I'm sure you players. will, mate. I'm so sure you will. I'll be wrapped up in it and hopefully yeah. bringing some uh, energy to, to what the viewers are, are watching, because I'm assuming that's going to be broadcast live too, Tangles. Yep.
1: Oh, nice. No pressure. Um, You'll be fine, mate. You'll
0: we'll be right. Um, now, <clears throat> moving on to the We've
1: just clocked over the hour as well, so there average. might have to be a bit of uh, snipping and... Sn- uh,
0: well, we haven't got that much to go. Okay. Last week was an hour and seven minutes, I believe. Oh,
1: correct. It was, um, yes. I did hear that.
0: So the SA uh, the Sassel Saturday Premier League um, was um, uh, played on the weekend and they're catching up. So the rounds are all over the shop. They played round... Although they're starting to fall back into line now. Um, But there's still a make-up game to come because on the ladder, they've all played 14 games. It's all pretty even in regards to games played. When I come to the State League Under-18s boys, that is a mishmash, I can tell you. Um, But Modbury have just played... uh, They've played 14 games and they've got 37 points uh, with a goal difference of 39. So that's the premiership for Monbury Jets. Um, And they beat the MA Hawks on the weekend 2-0. Bosa took over... uh, uh, They moved up to 6th place with a win over Murray Bridge. Old Ignatians... Uh, beat last place Salisbury Villa 6-0 and the Adelaide Red Blue Eagles which was probably the game of the round playing the Adelaide Titans which was second versus third and this was uh, a, real, a real game that the Adelaide Red Blue Eagles couldn't afford to lose being in second if they were going to put any pressure on Modbury, they um, lost to the Adelaide Titans who moved up into second place so there's now 12 points difference, so three games, uh, four games difference. Um, so there's, that's the premiership for Modbury, you would say. So well done to Modbury Jets. Yeah, well done. Um, this weekend coming up, uh, USC Lions are playing MA Hawks, and that'll be, uh, that'll be a reasonable game, but the USC Lions will get the job done there. Old Ignatians are hosting Adelaide Red-Blue Eagles, so that's 5th versus 3rd, but the Red-Blue Eagles should, uh, should win there. Murray Bridge are hosting St. Peter's, uh, so St. Peter's will be looking for uh, another win there. So, um, Mur- Murray Bridge haven't, uh, haven't won a game, so they'll be um, hoping to put a, a good um, performance together for their outgoing coach. So Murray Bridge are looking for a new coach for next oh, okay. year. okay. Yep. Um it's a bit of a um bit of a sadish story there because if you look at the results we're just looking at Premier League here. Yeah. Murray Bridge haven't won a game this year. However, the history of Murray they've Bridge have been a pretty strong side. Well, they've been promoted for over oh. the last couple of years. So they've come out of Div 3 after Div 2 and made it oh, up to wow. Premier League. Um, and just haven't been able to compete this year. So, um, that's sad. Yeah, but um, so they're looking for a new coach this year, next year. Um,
1: so do they get relegated now, their bottom?
0: I reckon, I think yeah, so, yeah. 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 Um, Salisbury Villa will be the same. They're playing Bosa. They haven't won a game. And Modbury Jets are taking on Adelaide Titans, which is first versus second. So oh, this Saturday, um, that'll be at uh, Ladywood Reserve.
1: Can the second place side get up? How oh, many rounds to go?
0: I think there's a couple of three rounds to go. Yeah. So how many um,
1: points are they behind? There's twelve points. So yeah, no. There's four games. There's t- it's too big a an ask. Yeah. And um, but if they can beat them just before the end of the season, it's a it gives, gives their season a bit of a kick in the tail. Yeah, That's especially
0: good. After last week beating the Red Blue Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, that'll be a good game to watch. Yeah. So, if you're in the area, uh, come on down. State League 2, under 18s. Um, Now, this is a higgledy-piggledy season. Um, (laughs) Simply because, you know, if you have a look at the table, you've got Cove, who have played 16 games and on 42 points, who are two points clear of Adelaide Uni, who have played 17 games. So Cove have got a game in hand. Yeah, yeah, and are in front but by they're still points. in front anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seaford are on 17 games and are three points behind Uni. Uh, Modbury Vista are on have played 17 games. So the top of the table, the top four, <clears throat> it's all reasonably set. But yeah. then you move down the table, you've got the Pontian Eagles who have still got a game in hand. And then Port Adelaide, something weird and wonderful is going on. <laughs> because they've only played 14 games. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you've got some teams that have played 17, some that have played 16, and Port Adelaide only played Does not seem 14. right, mate. Does no. not
1: seem at <coughs> all correct.
0: No, but that's what the FSA website says.
1: Wow. Um, oh, no, I'm not saying the website's wrong. I'm well, just saying something's Because you've on. got
0: midweek games.
1: Oh. They pick up
0: a game from two, three rounds ago. And then you had the wet weather, so they might have had games cancelled because of their pitch. Yeah, yeah. So it's difficult to play football on a mud pole, Um, Mm. even though I think, to be honest, winter football, whether it's Aussie rules, rugby league, rugby union or soccer, if it's a mud bath, then bring it on. That's what showers are for, I reckon. Yeah, that's it. Cricket's a different story. (laughs) Yeah, well, you can't play cricket when it's wet. No. Um... Although, have you seen some of the footage coming out of India? Um, they pre- oh, yeah. soon. That's awesome. <laughs> That's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I reckon I saw one bit where there was two dry spots on the whole oval. Yeah, one yeah. where the ball bounces. Yeah. Guys standing in puddles, um, and I think the umpire stood on the only other bit of dry land. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Um,
0: last week, though, Gawler lost to Cove one nil. Um, Modbra Vista went down to Pontian Eagles, which was a bit of a um, a blowout. It was 1-0, but um, Modbury Vista were ruining, ruining that because during the week they lost to Adelaide Uni. So you could say that they've dropped uh, a couple of points there, which is really unfortunate. Mm. They've had an awesome season. Um, and finishing fourth on the ladder, um, considering where they were expected to finish at the start of the season, um, they'll probably finish fourth, uh, I think it was a fantastic season for mm. Woodbury. Salisbury United beat Vipers 9-0. Oh. Adelaide Uni put Norlunga to the sword, 8-0. Port Adelaide beat uh, Northern Demons 5-2. But the uh, Seaford, who were sitting third, really touched up Mount Barker 11-0. So mm. that was a bit of a blowout. This weekend coming up... A couple got, of blowouts. Yeah. yeah, yeah but look, once a team gets on a roll, yeah, it's hard to stop them. I reckon. Um, as and
1: probably a lot of care factor near the end of the season if you mm-hmm. have not got a championship in sight. Yep. Yeah.
0: And, you know, it's a hard to um, get up for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're 5-0 <sighs> down. Yeah. You just think, oh, well. Yep, that's <laughs> right. What's another one?
0: Yeah. Speaking of 5-0, the, the team that I play that I coached yeah, yeah. last night, I think it's worth a shout out Um we played Elizabeth Downs last yep. night in a in a catch-up game, um, and we were up um, just after half time, and there was a collision, um, a three-way collision pretty much. Sounded
1: and yeah, horrendous. I was
0: telling you before the show, and it was. Yeah. Um, it, it was actually a lot worse after finding out the injury because our striker, Josh, was coming through chasing a through ball, uh, the keeper came out as the defender tried to knock him from the well, other side. From yeah. the other side. So he tried to block the run yeah, and got sandwiched between him and the keeper. And Josh protected himself by, you know, holding himself tight and yeah. bringing his elbow in, but collided with the defender and he's gone down. A huge collision. Um, and so we called the game off. Uh, well, the other coach called the game off yeah. um, because of the injury, which was yeah. fair enough. No, dis- yeah, yeah. no disputing that. Yeah. Um, but a shout out to um, to to Logan, the boy that was injured. He ended yeah. up with three broken ribs, um, and a punctured um, or a, a contusion a or something. A hole in there. Air got into his body cavity. So, um, a Poor really lad. serious injury. So he's in hospital. Yeah, um, and Josh, hopefully he fully recovers. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he yeah. will. Um, his spirits were good. Yeah. Um, but my, uh, my, not my, my son, but the, my boy, my, they're all my boys. So yeah, my you team coach my him, mate. Boys, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he um, let the team know tonight. He said, uh, hey, fellas, was just at the hospital with the bloke from last night. He's doing well considering what happened and should be out tomorrow if all is well. Oh, that's
1: great. Yeah,
0: three fractured ribs at the back. With some damage to the lung and kidney, due to Ooh. what happened, I'm unsure if I'll play against them in two weeks. Just thought I'd give you all an update on his condition and how he's going. So
1: that's really good that he's gone and yeah had a look at the lad and yep. seeing how he's going. And
0: yep, if um, yeah, no, he went and saw him. So that, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Yep. That's brilliant. Yep, if he um, comes to the game, it would be appreciated if you go see him and wish him all the best, uh, which we will. So we'll go and um, we'll go and uh, get around the young lad, yeah. um, let him know that, uh, you know, nothing was malicious. And, yeah, yeah, it um, just, it's just something we, that happened. Yeah. Things was, like that happen in sports sometimes. one's, one's no
1: one's. No one's, no. Um, no one's fault.
0: Um, but boys, you know, get into it, and um, unfortunately yeah. um, accidents do happen. But we wish him all the best. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and in this weekend in the State League 2 under 18s, we've got Port Adelaide versus Mount Barker. Cove and Uni, which will be a good game. That's first versus second. Salisbury and Gola, Pontian Eagles and Vipers, Norlunga and Northern Demons, and Seaford versus Modbury Vista. So that's third versus fourth, which is uh, uh, going to be another cracking game. So a couple of good games there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah very much. That's As great. always,
0: if you're in the area, um, get around. Mm. <clears throat> now, if you thought the State League 2 was crazy, the State League women's is even more crazy. <laughs> um, there's three rounds. Well, there's definitely two rounds that are incomplete. Okay. So there's midweek games. So round 10, uh, you've got modric Vista beat Jaguars 3-0. Uh, White City lost to the Flames 4-1. But the Cove and Jets game still has to be played. South Adelaide and West Bacala still has to be played. Round 12, West Torrens-Bacala beat Jets 8-0. Flinders and Modbury Vista had a 4-all draw.
1: Oh, that's a cracker of a game.
0: Yeah, so that hurt Modbury Vista big time. So that pretty much put them in second place. South Adelaide lost to Adelaide Jaguars 6-1. And Cove have to play White City. So that's around... That's incomplete. Yeah. Uh, round thirteen is being played this weekend. It's all good, mate. It's all good. I just um, nearly undid all tangles. Good work. Yes. Uh, with uh, anyway, with uh, hand gestures going everywhere. <laughs> I should just keep talking with your hands again. Talking with your hands again. Uh, Modbury Vista <laughs> are playing Cove, so they should they should win comfortably there. That's at Newspot Stadium on uh, the 27th of August. So if you're in the area, get around the girls and uh, uh, see the top scorer, Kelly Tarrant. She's now on 21 goals after 13 games. So she's killing it. Um, White City are playing South Adelaide. Flinders Flames are playing Jets. Adelaide Jaguars are playing West Color. So, as it stands at the moment... Modbury Vista have played 13 games and are sitting on 33 points. West Bacala have played 12 games, so they've got a game in hand. Yeah. And are only one point behind.
1: Oh, so You get two for a win.
0: Three for a win. Three for a win. And one, one for a draw. Oh, So if... So just because, um, you know, I might have a Modbury Vista shirt on underneath this jumper... <laughs> um, I'm backing, uh, hopefully Adelaide Jaguars can get up and um, might be a draw. That'll yeah, yeah, make yeah. it interesting into yeah, it the would. season. Yeah, it um, Definitely would. Flinders have played 14 games and on 27. So the premiership will come down to Modbury and West Yeah, Tires. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the rest of the competition is still higgledy-piggledy. There's games to play here, there and everywhere. Cove have only played 11. And it's anyone's – yeah yeah how the table will end up is God knows what, but the premiership will be decided between Modbury Vista and West Torrens. So that'll determine who goes into the National Premier League next yeah. year. And then I think second place has a playoff. Oh, okay. Seven. So yeah. very, very interesting yeah,
1: times. Yeah, there's some big stuff to happen. Now, speaking of big stuff to happen, it's the AFL finals, obviously. Oh, it is too. I, I think it'll be – It'd be terrible if we didn't mention it. Mm -hmm. Now Port have got a massive game tomorrow Mm -hmm. night against the Cats Mm -hmm. at Adelaide Oval. Now Aranzio Fantasia is back in for Port, but they are missing Mitch Georgiadis, who's injured, so he's out, and so Sam Mays he got admitted. And look, Mitch has been Georgiadis has been playing from pretty good footy. Yep, he's a he's a special talent. But Arazio coming in will help. Um, but Geelong have got a big in. Mitch Duncan comes back in. Ooh. Um, and, yeah, so that pushes Sean Higgins to Medi-Sub. That's wow. how strong the Geelong side is. Wow. Sean Higgins is a pretty good footballer. And, yeah, so... Um, Medi-Sub yeah, so, too. Yeah, yeah. So Jeez. he's the Medi-Sub. So, yeah, so he he may get to have a, have a dip, but who knows. And then you've got the... Uh, the Sydney Derby down in Tasmania. Yeah, um, that works. Come yeah, on. come on the Swans. Yeah, come on the Swannies. I agree. Uh, Chatty Warner's coming in. Come on, Chad. Yeah, the the young fella they brought him back in for the final. Nice. So that's pretty good. Pretty good coaching there. And James Bell comes back in, but they're missing. So, a couple a young fella, Braden Campbell. Callum Mills is out mm. injured. He's a big out, and Robbie Fox is a pretty store defender, so he's out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he does run through the midfield a bit, but yeah. Um, so, um, the Swannies, mm, I don't know, I think they've lost a bit from last week there with the ins and outs. Um, the Giants, they've been having, the last couple of weeks, they've been having like eight changes a game, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem to rattle them at all. Um, they've got Adam Kennedy, um, Briggs, Tanner Broon, and Xavier O'Halloran. So they're all fairly young fellas that are out, apart from Kennedy. And they've got Mumford, Tom Green, and Sam Reid coming back in. I, yeah, am coming back in. I'm, I'm a, a bit little a bit worry. worried for the Swannies here. Mm. I, I reckon the Giants will get the chocolates there. Come on. And Don't put it I, out there. Look, look nah, mate. I, and I've and look, Port at home are really hard to beat. The Cats are so strong. But they've
0: only got half a crowd, though.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's it. So, so it, yeah. The, uh, they, and then... We've got another massive game at Adelaide Oval on yep. Saturday night. Yes. The Demons and the Lions. That is a beauty of a game. Yeah. Um, look, and that'll uh,
0: be well attended too. Yeah. That'll be as many people there Mate, as a port game.
1: I, I, if, if I was a Demons or a Lions yeah. supporter, I'd be getting there for sure. Yep. It'll be a bloody cracker or of a game. Or even if you're
0: not, like and a neutral supporter would be
1: great to watch. The Lions two begins. Harris Andrews and Mitch Robinson come back in. Yeah. Um, and they're only missing Callum Archie, Royce Matheson and and Ryan Lester. So I think they're pretty two pretty good ins. James Jordan is just comes in as a medi sub for Melbourne, so they're virtually unchanged. From that massive win against Geelong. Max Gorn just bobbed up from nowhere, took a mark, and kicked it. Yep. What was that? And all the Geelong defenders are just standing around going, oh, why wasn't there someone on Max? He's only the biggest guy in AFL and no one wanted to stand next to him. Unbelievable. Wasn't but that then their again, first minor premiership in yeah, yeah. God knows. Since since 50, I won the flag, yeah. sixty four. Yeah. So and there was all these stats going around. There were some funny stats about Max's number and the number oh and the God. goal we kicked and all Not this kind.
0: Any sportsman <laughs> is superstitious. At all,
1: <laughs> and it all points to Melbourne winning the flag. I yeah, tell you, yeah. that's what it all pointed oh, well, to.
0: Well, I hope it does. I hope it's a grand old flag this year. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I, my yeah. heart. Even though I'm a Swanee man. Yeah, yeah. And I want to see the Swans win every yeah. every yeah. time. And
1: I'd like Port to win, obviously, yep. because I'm yep. from here. Yep. Uh, I love the power. They're they're a good side. Yep. Um. So, and then the other final, mm. the now the Bulldogs. They were top four all year, mm-hmm. and they have just <laughs> missed out at the end. And they um, line up against the Bombers, who are mm. flying home. Mm. They have been playing some really good footy, especially the the package stringer. So um, yeah, they've got they've both got three ins for the game, but no outs. So because right, right. it's a Sunday game, uh, yeah, the Sunday game, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, so they're they're playing down in Tassie as well. Yep. So there's uh, no tips. Is there,
0: is there tips this week? Well, the footy nah, tips are over and done. Nah, they're not really, but, but I heard well, that kind a doggies... bit of a, um, a bit of an oh, issue. Oh,
1: I think. Mate, You didn't <laughs> have to bring that up on air. But no, a shout out to my my son, Bo. He smashed us all in the family footy tips. by. He beat me by 10 and I finished third. Well, you're not dirty so about that at all. I eh? am very dirty. <laughs> <laughs> not happy at all. I did go for a couple of Hail Marys the last couple of weeks yeah. to try and catch him because yeah. he was six in front. Wow. So I lost another four. Yeah. Um, but um, shout out to the... Well, I, I can't call him a son-in-law. He's bought a house with my daughter, Kieran. He finished second, so well done, mate. Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
0: buy your daughter something nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't get anything for a second. Oh, really? Bo gets all the money. Oh, dear.
1: Yeah, he all get, in? Yeah, all in. Wow. All in. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a very good question so from Tangles.
0: Tangles has just asked us a question on the run. Where would we like to see the grand final?
1: AFL grand final, we're talking. Yes. MCG or Optus Stadium in Perth?
0: So is it MCG with no people or half crowd? Oh,
1: mate. If it's MCG with a no crowd, it definitely goes to Optus. Yeah. You can't have a grand final no. without any crowd.
0: And over in WA... No, full crowd. Full crowd, yeah.
1: No, it will, it, it would be pretty big. Yeah. I I, I would say it would be at least 75%. I so, reckon
0: it could be the MCG curse. Because as soon as they signed off on the million-year deal to have the <laughs> MCG hosting the grand final until forever and a day... The next one was where, Brisbane. This one is. Oh, that's right. Last year was at Gabba, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Nick, this year's more than likely going to be in Perth.
1: I, I think it, it should be in Perth. Yeah. Especially yeah. if if you can only have like a <clears> twenty percent <throat> crowd or something like that, like or a, a quarter crowd mm-hmm. at the MCG. I'm sorry, mm. but it's got to go, well, it's got to go where the bigger crowd can be. Yeah. It just makes the atmosphere of the the games. Trying to watch footy without a crowd. All these massive players that have retired in the last couple of weeks. Yep. And they're all retiring, playing their last games in front of no one. Yeah. I'm. It's really sad. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. But that is the world we live in. That is. Stay safe, people. Stay safe. It is
0: absolutely. So yes, make sure you stay home with your dogs and your cats if you have to. If you're in an area where there's COVID. If there's Lockdown. no COVID, then um, same. Be safe. Put a mask on when you go out.
1: Yeah, that's it. Stay safe yep. and don't complain about wearing a mask.
0: Yeah, you wear a seatbelt.
1: Come on, people. Yeah, it's only a mask. It's not going to hurt you. No,
0: it protects us from looking at your ugly heads. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's a point. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that, that's pretty much the end of the uh, the uh, the the looking back in. Um, or oh, memory lane special. Yeah. The, m- the the m- ref- the reflection special.
1: A massive special as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only an hour and twenty minutes. Well,
0: that's because <laughs> you know when you've got the special guests on, and if we're each other's special guests tonight, Tomo. <laughs> and um, we had to wait for uh, you know, reasons.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we and, did.
0: And we're coming to you tonight from Studio Two. We um, are. And we'd like to thank Tangles for all the work he's done in getting the show up and running and bringing it to you every week. So thank you, Tangles. Thank you, Tomo, for for being our partner in all of this. Oh, no, it's great it fun, mate. I love it every it's week. It's good fun.
1: It's good fun.
0: Um, thank you to Viva Teamwear for the uh, station sponsorship and our awesome uniforms. Um, thank you to Blue Steel Cricket for... Um, and Blue Steel Cricket are our show sponsors.
1: Yes, they, they are.
0: And so, um, thank you to Blue Steel Cricket um, and bringing... Us, yeah, thanks for that kit every week.
1: So, thanks for that you said, kit you're said sending us, Brad. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: that's, that's it. Sneaky pair of gloves. <laughs> nice bat.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll get nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, thanks to the regional news group for allowing um, our man Jack in Queensland to pop in. and Yeah, for sure. Uh, but we can't, we know he's in deep undercover this week, so we couldn't get to him.
1: No, no. <clears throat>
3: um,
0: and if your club wants to celebrate something that's opening, let us know. Um, We can commentate. We can do a live broadcast. um, Put us in a soundproof room and it'll be heaps good. Um, And we've got really good English too on this show. And (laughs) (laughs) for that quality and more, tune in next week. Um, And tell your mates, um, if you're on Spotify, you can tell your mates that we're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, and wherever you get your podcasts from. And mm. on that note, adios, amigos.
1: Adios. And just to let you know, Germany are one for 14 of eight overs. They're not going to get to 50. <laughs> I don't think they're <laughs> getting to 50. <laughs> it's a pretty big call. So shout out to you, uh, Miss Waldron, go Mary Waldron. Go, Mary. One go well. Helping down the leg side, please. <laughs> yeah, they're only one wicket down. and. Go on. Uh, that was. They're playing for stumps. Bold. So Mary didn't factor in that dismissal at all.
0: I'm sure she was talking to the bowler and giving her good <laughs> lines. Just bowl it at the stumps. <laughs> I don't think she, she
1: needed to uh, comment to the batters very no, much. That's right. Yeah. Go, Island.
0: Go, Island. <laughs> well done.